Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Mets opened their exhibition season with a 2-0 loss to the Marlins in Jupiter on Monday. The only runs in the game provided by Jesus Aguilar's two-run homer. That came off Riley Gilliam in the fourth inning. Six other Met pitchers hurled shutout innings. Trevor Hildenberger striking out the side in the sixth inning, but he also walked two during the inning. Brandon Nimmo had two of the five Met hits on the afternoon, but was also thrown out trying to scramble back to first on one of them. Kevin Pillar was also thrown out at second trying to stretch a single. The Mets made it a point to try to be aggressive on the base pass prior to the game. Obviously, well, it didn't go all that smoothly. One guy who has made the transition to being a Met smoothly is Francisco Lindor. Manager Luis Rojas was asked who has jumped out at him as having a major impact early on in camp, and Mr. Smile came to mind. I got to mention Lindor uh, as the first guy just because of how he's uh, approached his teammates. Uh, you know, he's been able to, uh, do what you can say, coach them or actually uh, be in a way um, and, uh, in an outgoing uh, type of way that that presents himself how he is. So he's getting to know them. He's, he's making sure that they know him back. So that's been pretty impressive. Um, and then at the play that we communicate what he's seen from the left side, what he's seen from the right side. Uh, he's for me. He's been you know one of the most impressive, if not the most impressive in camp, just because of how diligent he has been to get to know everyone and for everyone to get to know him. I think a lot of the guys are doing it uh, as well. Um, the young guys, I've mentioned them a lot of times in our calls too. The young guys are, are handling themselves themselves pretty good. Um, you know, we, we talk about giving them the experience in this camp. Uh, you could call it really early, but they look they look really good. They look like they belong in camp. Everything's been like under control for them. So there's been a lot of uh, good impressions. But you know, I got I got to mention Lindor immediately just because of how active he's been by Iran. So, what is it exactly about Lindor that makes him a natural leader? Well, his outgoing personality, his natural ability, and a take-charge attitude, and that combination makes him a most impressive player. His leadership skills, it's been more than I expected, because he's done it so early. Um, you know, he just came in into the clubhouse and he was just yelling, like, really loud. And everyone was just energized by it. And so... I think his outgoingness uh, has that's that's the thing that's really uh, impressed me the most because uh, he's done it really he's done it in the best way you can you can imagine uh, just keeping the guys on their toes when he's in the room his presence is felt uh, just just natural leadership I gotta call it that at a very young age uh, 
and, and also coming into a new organization. I mean, for the first time, it's in a different organization. He's acting like he's home. So uh, that's why the combination of the two things, you know, the ability of the player, and also that has been very impressive uh, so far. Lindor himself was asked why he's so positive every day, and he came up with one of the ballplayers' most trusted cliches. I'm living the dream. I dream for about this. And I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. Why not maximize it? And I'm, I'm in the dream. I'm in the dream. It's, I'm, 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 I, don't, I don't know what else to say. This is, I, I guess this is, there's no excuse for me not to work, you know? And my parents have always said to me, stay positive, be consistent. And and with being consistent comes working hard every single day. He's also readily available to share his knowledge and help others. He's been working almost daily with J.D. Davis because Davis should be the primary person to Lindor's right at third base during the season. I asked Lindor how that collaboration with J.D. is going and is it working? J.D. Davis got Good hands. He's got good hands. And one of the first things I saw, um, he he wasn't using um, his hands. You know, he was he was putting himself in bad positions where his hands were, weren't allowing him to become a good influence. Um, so he's talking to him, getting to know him, and um, giving him some feedback of, of the things I've learned throughout the years. And he accepted them. And as we have seen, he looks way better. And he works hard. He works very hard every single day. And the goal is to win a gold glove. You know, that's our goal, to win a gold glove and be the best defensive team out there and be the best um, offensive team, you know. And hopefully that adds up to winning a lot of games, being the playoffs, and making it deep in the playoffs. Um, so um, he, his work at the South Standing, um, proud of um, how hard he's working daily on defense. Um, defense can be boring at times. But he, but he, he helps the team. He helps the team, and I'm seeing him working every single day to perfect this craft. It's huge, you know. The officials would appreciate that. Earlier in the day, Mets president Sandy Alderson met with reporters and was quizzed about the progress of extensions for both Lindor and Michael Conforto. Alderson hopeful on both fronts. We've had Conforto for uh, many years. He's uh, not only. Uh, become an excellent player, but uh, also uh, part of, I think, the leadership group within the clubhouse. Um, he's represented the Mets for a long period of time and represented us well. Um, and I think if, you know, it's possible that, uh, you know, we will uh, make the effort to try and keep um, Michael with us. Uh, with respect to Lindor, we made the trade. That doesn't mean necessarily that, uh, you know, we um, are guaranteed to have him long term, but I think we're committed to talking about it, and um, I expect that you know those conversations will start relatively soon. Um, uh, in both cases, there's another guy as well who might fall into the extension category, and that would be Thor Noah Syndergaard, making great progress thus far in his recovery from Tommy John surgery, and expected back in either June or July. When asked about not capturing one of the big three free agents, Real Muto, Springer, or Bauer, Alderson went on to say that if the Mets had waited to sign Real Muto, Lindor and Carlos Carrasco might not be here. We had to be mindful of um, the kinds of negotiations in which we might engage uh, um, with Lindor, with uh, 
uh, Conforto, possibly with Synergard. There are lots of opportunities for us to spend money long term. So um, while free agency, you know, doesn't require uh, prospect um, currency, um, you know, we were very comfortable with uh, with the way things turned out. You know, for example, if you go back and look at uh, the catching situation, had we not pivoted from to McCann, we might not have acquired Lindor and Carrasco um, after having spent quite a bit more money on uh, on someone else. So I think you have to look at everything as a whole and where we where we've we've come since uh, the beginning of the off season, regardless of whether it was a free agent acquisition or a trade. Um, as I said earlier, we you know we've upgraded the roster at the top end of our 40 man and we've we've uh, improved our roster dramatically at the bottom end and and even below that so um um no 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 uh regrets whatsoever on the free agent front there's no question that the Mets major league roster is deeper than in years past but one of Alderson's goals was to restock a depleted triple and double a roster and I asked whether he thought he has accomplished that uh I really do Uh, you know it's it's uh it's ironic that we were able to, to add a lot of those depth pieces because our upper level minor league system is, is uh, so barren. And uh, as a result, we ended up being able to sign a number of players who have options, who can go down, come back up. Um, we had the roster spots initially, and then, um, you know, we've been aggressive uh, with players trying to, make sure that we had the depth at double uh, A and triple A that we need. So um, in some ways it worked out really well because we were able to really dig into the uh, uh, free agent market and uh, as, you know, at, at lower levels of cost. So, and um, I think it worked out pretty well. We'll see. We're going to see over the next uh, four weeks how those players turn out. But I know the coaches are excited about some of them. I mean, the name that came up was Tarpley who's going to, left-handed pitcher is going to pitch today with, you know, we'll just see um, how it turns out. Some of them will do really well and some perhaps not, but we're, we're happy with the numbers and uh, the quality of, of players we're able to sign. Elsewhere, Rojas said that Nimmo would likely be his primary leadoff hitter, but that Jeff McNeil, Kevin Pillar, Jonathan VR, and even Lindor could see some leadoff at bats as well. And the Mets announced that they will wear a Tom Seaver 41 tribute patch on the right sleeve of their home and road uniforms during the 2021 season. On Tuesday, tomorrow, it'll be the home exhibition opener at Clover Park for the Mets. Jordan Yamamoto will make the start against the Astros. Left-handed pitcher Frambert Valdez will be going for Houston. Also pitching for the Mets, Edwin Diaz, Jerry Blevins, Drew Smith, Franklin Kilome and uh, young stud prospect Sam McWilliams as well. So tune in tomorrow. We'll have another Mets Spring Training podcast coming your way. Podcast, I should say, coming your way. I'm Ed Coleman. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.